He said, we're going to do something to your brain. Hello and welcome to Dead Air 16. Hope you're well. Sorry if you're not. This week we're talking about Elon Musk and Linda Yaccarino, World of Warcraft and Cyberpunk, and I suppose first, Israel. Mm. How dare you make light of this situation. Go on then, give us the lowdown. Um, Israel is a country in the Middle East. A country is a nation or society of people that have banded together to keep Mongolians out of the walls. So uh, we filmed this on Saturday, so the situation when y'all have seen this uh, is probably different. Uh, Hamas uh, in the Gaza Strip uh, not just attacked Israeli settlements like they often do, but also invaded uh, a bit. Uh, there are hundreds dead. Um, different reports, but I've seen reports saying at least 200 on both sides and thousands injured. Um, looks like a big one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I guess we don't have a lot to say, just, you know, because it's kind of just happened and the situation's ongoing. So. How old do you have to be when you get up and see something like this and see, like, headlines of, like, this is the biggest one since 1987 and things like that. How old do you have to be to get to the point where you read something like that and go, oh, another war? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it takes that long. Yeah. Um. Because there's lots of speculation about what's going to happen now. Mm -hmm. Because Hamas have obviously, I, I mean, it's, a, I suppose, a rare, well, wide rare situation of like, they've attacked knowing that they will lose. Mm -hmm. On like a punitive attack mm. sort mm. of thing right like there's, there's no chance they're gonna win mm -hmm. an actual right. war they're gonna you know they've always and they will suffer way more losses than Israel it's mm. but it's like worth it to them mm. sort right. of thing right, I see as I understand it huh. do you know what I mean yeah I get you I think yeah well hmm I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, what I don't know if you've read anything, but uh, there was a rave in, like near the border, near, near the border of the Gaza Strip in Israel. Mm -hmm. Like a, 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 I mean, it's described as a rave, I guess, like a music concert or something with like thousands of people, and they all had to flee and hide. Hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I haven't really looked at much. I mean, you showed me a couple of videos this morning getting ready for this that were pretty crazy looking. Yeah, the Hamas um, have taken hostages. Yeah. The IDF has just, just now, just blown up a big tower block. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, people saying, oh, it's the, you know, it's the worst. And they're always kind of fighting a bit. But like North and South Korea, like they're, they're always getting into little skirmishes that just don't make the news. Mm -hmm. They're not that important, but obviously this is... You know, the biggest one in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, well. Yeah. Great. Great. And Two wars, yeah. God! You're <laughs> spoiling me. Yeah, right. I guess yeah. there's probably, yeah, well, there's definitely more than two wars. Yeah. What else is there? Yemen. Oh, let's list all the wars that we know about going on. Um, I, I guess the war on drugs is the 
Like, really big one. I guess we'll be approaching the war on Christmas soon. Every year. You mean when Nora are like, we're going to get the bastard this time? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, they've been tracking Santa for 50 years and they've not got him yet. Mm -hmm. But now they've got, like, new missiles that can fly just about as fast as his sled. Mm -hmm. Sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah, why not? The war on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the war on drugs definitely didn't work, huh? Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, kind of the war on drugs, depending on how you look at it, I suppose that it's turned out the same as, like, the war on poverty, which is war against drug users, war against the poor, you know, not against the conditions that may create those circumstances. So by those two wars, effectively, they they publish, they publish, they, they punish not the existence of poverty or drugs, because there's plenty of them, mm -hmm. but for people choosing to do mm -hmm. drugs or poverty. Like yeah. You do, what are you doing over there? You're doing a little bit of poverty? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you're going through my bins? Yeah, more or less. And then, you know, of course, you've got plenty of people ready to jump in. Like, wait a minute, I see a, a crisis here. We can make some money on this. Yeah. Are you talking about, what's his name, White Rick? Oh, no, that's what I was thinking of, but that is an interesting story for sure. Wait a minute, a, a, a thought of White Rick. People yeah. love cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Genius. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Um, well, how did people on the other side then, the not-drug side, mm -hmm. the anti-drug side, how did they make money? Well, I mean, there's an argument that there's money to be made. Uh, and that doesn't mean that any of those people making money caused the circumstance, but I mean, it took advantage. Like, I mean, some obvious examples like for-profit prisons, for-profit juvenile uh, facilities. Um, you know, there is a vested interest in, mm -hmm. you know, having people convicted for those things. Uh, as evidenced by, you know, the well-known, which, no, we've never done it, have we? The Kids for Cash scandal. No, um, we, weren't we saving it for one of the corruption ones? I think so, yeah. It's it's on the list somewhere. It's something to talk about. Yeah. Um, we, we were saving that for the uh, criminalization of poverty. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, Yeah. that's right. Um, and then, you know, on the anti-drug side, I mean, who makes money? I suppose um, uh, certainly drug testing facilities have the ability to make money. LabCorp does a lot mm -hmm. of them. Um, you know, every time you have to, whatever it is, pay $50 for a drug test for your job. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument that they'd be doing that anyways, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always, whenever there's a crisis, there's somebody ready to take advantage and try and make some money out of it. At least somebody. At least somebody, yeah. Do Probably many somebodies, even. Would it be a fair argument to say, in most countries, maybe not most countries, maybe like most Western countries... If you want to do cocaine, you can get it. Mm -hmm. But if it was uh, legal and regulated, it would be cheap. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Or, or um, would legalizing it... Well... You know, be like, well, I, mean, I, mean, I never would have considered it before, but I'll just do a little pinch. I guess it depends. I'm trying to think of, like, the earliest, um, uh, like, recreational marijuana. Was it, I think, I want to say Colorado was the first. Um, I don't know. And I'm trying to think, like... I want to say that it was it was generally like cheaper at first, and it kind of like just leveled out a little bit. Um, but I mean, I don't know what the point of comparison is. But it definitely is going to be safer 
when there, you know, there's regulations in place. So. Yeah, because I know that Portugal has, you know, decriminalized. Yeah. Um, hard drugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't. It's not legal to just like stand on the street corner going cocaine. Okay. Yeah, I get you, but yeah, you're not gonna. You gotta go to a doctor for that. Go to jail just for being a user. Yeah, you know, a, yeah. Med a medical problem, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, didn't it work out all right for them? Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, statistically, it did. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't have like an explosion of, you know, rampant drug use like there was in. Greece circa 2000 or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. So. What were we talking about? Israel-Palestine. Oh, right. <laughs> we, we both like... Oh. Yeah. I just... It's I, ongoing. Yeah, so it's I, ongoing. And, you know, this will be out of date by tomorrow, probably, if we even talk about what's going on right now. So I figure we might as well just wait. I, I guess one thing I would say is, again, this is kind of cynical, but it... Uh, because, you know, I think the average Israeli, well, obviously the average Israeli or Palestinian does not, is not the government of Israel, is not the, is not Hamas who uh, essentially govern the Gaza Strip. Um, they're not making the decisions, but like, in, just, just in terms of the government leadership ideology, uh, it kind of serves them both well, doesn't it? Mm. You know, this is, it's a really big thing, but in yet it, it feels perennial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, okay. you know, this is the perfect way to continue. I'm not like trying to say there's a conspiracy to do it or anything. I get or, you, yeah. Know, but this just... is the perfect way to continue the hate. Yeah, I mean, it's not a conspiracy just to say that, you know, people act within their own interests. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. Benjamin Netanyahu was like going like, right, so you attack us, right? I'm not... mm -hmm. Nothing like that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Hmm. Well, anything else to say about it? The situation needs Superman to come and go, right, that's it, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. Put it down, put it down. No, Wonder Woman. Or Wonder Woman, could be the Hulk. Wasn't Gal Gadot in the Israeli army? I don't recall. Is she Israeli? I thought so. Well, then she will have either been in the army or uh, another service, like you yeah. can, as far as I know, you can... Not you can choose not to do join the army and join your public service. You could be a med. You can be a medic or something like mm -hmm. that. You can yeah. Yeah right. Okay. Yeah. I, think I mean, she is really. Maybe maybe I pulled that out of my ass, but I thought so. Anywho, I've always thought with stuff like that where they make everyone do it, drafting, like, like obviously it's like oh well you're blind, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. You know you're four foot one, don't worry about it. But like, what if, what if I was drafted and it's like, I don't have a medical excuse, but I'm incredibly incompetent. Like, <laughs> oh, they'll take it. I bet. <laughs> God, I guess, um. You can be on point. Do you want to mention that article that you read about, or maybe we should save that and about, um, what the US government used to do in the military with, a uh, like super low IQ. Oh, um, yeah, there's an yeah. interesting article. I can't remember what it, it's on. It's on something like military.org mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's an article from like about 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can find it and put it in the link. I think, yeah, I think I've got it saved on my phone. Um, it was an interesting article about, um, pause for my tea, sorry. <laughs> um, 
as the Vietnam conflict, Vietnam War went on, um, America got really desperate for draftees. Uh, so they lowered their uh, IQ acceptance where they had uh, uh, five, five levels of IQ and level five was like, I can't remember, like over 140, like, <laughs> you need a lab coat, sir. Follow me this way. And then level four and level three were higher than average or average, sort of broadly, and they were acceptable. And then level two was like Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. And then like for level one was like, I mean, people who couldn't open a door without help, mm -hmm. like very bad. And uh, yeah, they accepted like hundreds and thousands of people who were mentally deficient and um, they died, you know, disproportionately, and yeah, it was just shameful. Yeah. Just a, yeah, absolutely shameful. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. And desperate, and like, oh yeah, we wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know. Why, why do all these draftees, why aren't these draftees as effective in combat? <laughs> yeah, right. You know. No, I don't want to go. Oh, now that I'm here, I'll be a model soldier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, um... I guess the feeling is desperation, perhaps. You know. Well, like, in that example that you gave, like, they were desperate for... Yeah. Yeah. For recruits, so... Yeah, and, and um, when they originally relaxed the rules, you know, there was pushback within the army about this, for mm -hmm. both, like, well, this is, this is immoral, and more importantly, they're not good at fighting! Mm -hmm. Um, but it was kind of like, well, well, don't worry, they'll be in the back, mm. you know, shifting ammunition and something mm. dangerous, still wrong, mm -hmm. but no, yeah, right. no, a lot of them went straight to the front and then a lot of them had like, I suppose, bedraggled commanders who were like, you're going to die anyway, so just, you know, mm. you're at the front now. Yeah, right. Right. What's, what's my job? Your job is to shut up and take a bullet. Yeah. Thus revealing the enemy's position. Yeah, right. Black people don't forget to protect our planes and tanks, too. <laughs> like, duct taped over. Have you heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? I don't listen to hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've been watching South Park, it's yeah, good. Yeah, we have been watching some South Park lately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of that, just to shift gears a bit. Um, like, I've been enjoying it. What We've been watching, like, season 8 right now. No, we're on season 10 um, now. Season 10 now, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I remember... Like, it's been a while since we've come back to it, and we haven't watched, like, any... I think the last, like, new one that we watched was the Harry and Meghan one, which made me laugh, like, one time. Um, but, it, but the laugh was worth it. It was a good laugh. It made me laugh for several days after that, but it could have used more of those, yeah. Your Instagram-loving bitch, bitch wife. wife. <laughs> that, yeah. that got me pretty good. And also, my new book. Wow. Oh, that was good, yeah. My new book. Wah! Wah! <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, well, I think so. Because whenever we've ended up, like, talking about South Park, you always say, like, oh, I really, like, sucked after, like, the first, like, three, four seasons. No. But that, that is what you said. Don't listen to him. But there's good stuff. You know, no, for, like, you know, throughout. It just, there get to be more misses. It started well, to suck now, occasionally. Yeah. yeah, a bit. Season yeah. 10. I, I think season one to ten are really good. Yeah, like see, season one is like kind of almost like it's being made by a parallel culture. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's it's bananas. Yeah. And like Cartman is <laughs> like it's kind of hard to listen to, but it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I mean, yeah, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's ups and downs throughout the seasons, but I definitely like episodes where it's like kids being kids. Me too. Um, and even when there's like crazy stuff that comes to comes into play there, like. Um, God, what is the one where... Like, they don't know what sex is, they don't, you know, yeah, they basic don't understand. Stuff. Yeah, um, when they're playing police, and then actually, like, get picked up by the police departments, like, we'll give you a junior badge, and they're like, go to this crack house down yeah. the street, and they get there, and they're like, pee-pee-hoo, pee and like, pretending to do slow-mo, like, kid stuff, it's cute. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's been fun, revisiting. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't planning to talk about South Park, just, uh... Came up, been quoting it a lot, so. Did you have a favorite gun noise when you were a kid? A favorite gun noise? I mean, yeah, pew pew you... is ah! pretty good. Um, hmm. No, I mean, I didn't really play it guns a lot as a kid, I'll right. say. Uh, I mean, when I played with other kids, <laughs> when that happened. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, God, we used to play Power Rangers, like in elementary school. Um, did that involve like everyone getting in one big suit? No, but there's How like. How did you do that? But no, but there's like a, just pretend. But there's like ten red rangers and like eight green rangers. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody wants to be them. Oh right. And there's like you know, like five pink rangers. I always wanted to be the scorpion lady. I always wanted to be the black ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's, that's my choice. color. Yeah, I like the color black too. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. No matching required. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What, what did you play as a kid? Yes, I remember playing like Metal Gear Solid with my kid. Where I'd like pretend to patrol with my kid, with a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a friend. Mm. Um, where I'd like pretend to patrol and he'd pretend to like snap my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit like that. Oh, I get it, yeah. No, I definitely played Metal Gear Solid as well a bit. But more like by myself. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> did you? Like going to the grocery store with my mom and being like, there's a camera there, so what I gotta do is go down this way and block it and... But don't forget the trapdoor. The cone of vision is about like here, so... You know. Yeah. Just kid stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that a great fucking game? Yeah, with blind genome soldiers with like cones of vision like that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, were we talking about Israel? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No. Yeah. Okay. What was next on the list? Well, look at the Middle East. What a mess. How does he keep up with the news like that? Yeah, that's a pretty classic joke. Do you remember um, how Jared Kushner brought peace to the Middle East? Well, that's why he's not... That's why we don't have it now, because it's... Because he left. No, it's uh, not just because he left. It's, um, what's his name, um, White Nose Biden. Biden's son, he's doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's in that position, the peace position. Peace master. Peace, the be- peace master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I could bring peace to the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You just have to, like, you know, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, I, could, I could do it without firing a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, I need about $4 trillion. Mm. So that's the blocker, really. 
Mm. Isn't it always? And then what I'd do is I'd set up a massive network of satellites and and, and they'd have like really thick industrial silly string. Mm. Right, and any time anybody looked at anybody, or wasn't even nice to anybody, it'd be like that episode of uh, Milkshake and Fries, where... <laughs> What's his name? Douglas. Douglas. Not Douglas. What are you talking about? You know that guy. (laughs) Alan. Alan. I don't know what you're talking about. That episode of Equitine where um, Matt Berry Mm -hmm. doing the voice is like, you can't, you have everyone has to be nice to each other or I'll exterminate you. (laughs) Yeah, right. I I wouldn't exterminate anyone. I'd just drop like shitloads of like really heavy like fire foam stuff. It'd be, it'd be like a club. I'd, I'd turn Israel into like a club, like full of foam. Glitter. That would stop people fighting. Mm-hmm. Just annoy people so much that they can't be bothered to fight, yeah. Mm. Everyone, someone say, says anything remotely political, it doesn't even have to be about Israel-Palestine. It could be like, we need to get a better road authority. These are... No! Stop! Woo, 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 woo! <laughs> woo, 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 woo! Take a flower. Have a flower. Yeah. There's a cupcake. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, humanity. Yeah, or you could, mm. uh, you know, sprinkle the area with oxy mm. non-stop. <laughs> and there goes Lebanon. <coughs> mm. uh, yeah, anyway. Anyhow, yeah. Um, next? Yeah. Next, um... Twitter drama, Elon Musk, Linda Yaccarino. Twitter drama? Well, there is some drama involved, but uh, it's more just baffling. Now I'm imagining like 1940, like newspapers, New York Times, newspapers in America in 1940 being like, what do you think about all this drama over in Europe? (laughs) (laughs) Should we get involved in that, eh? (laughs) They might have been. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, more like just baffling, baffling business decisions, um, oh. so pretty much any story that's been about Twitter since Musk took over, mm. um, and I'm sure there was some before, but... Yeah, oh, well, wait, who, are you, who is Elon Musk again? Um, that guy. Oh. That working class guy that only cares about um, reducing carbon emissions. I don't think even he's saying that, is and, he? Um, he used to talk about the environment a lot more when he was just doing Tesla, um, but, I mean... I don't know enough about the history of like various comments and things that he's done, but um, he's definitely like, I think from what I have seen from him now, he's on the side of like, uh, you know, climate change, you know, is real, but uh, it's way overblown and not such a big deal, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anywho, so we watched, uh, there was an interview with Linda Yaccarino, the new CEO of Twitter. New-ish. Um, newish, yeah. Um, on who, what was it on? Recode or did I make that up? Something probably. If you just search Linda Yaccarino, Twitter interview is probably gonna be like the first thing that comes up. It was at a tech conference. It was wasn't a tech it? conference, yeah. Uh, I thought the interviewer. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. I mm-hmm. thought remember her name, mm-hmm. but she was really good. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, she kind of like did not let her escape from stuff, but um, so and she tried. Yeah, she sure tried. Uh, well, go and, on then. Yeah, so I just saw something this morning about Yakarino was saying, like, during the interview, 
like, oh, you know, all, like, most of our advertisers have come back, the ones who, you know, were like, everyone was saying we're leaving Twitter, you know, kind of just after he took over and announced that, you know, all the hate speech is coming back. Um, you know, they kind of lost a lot of advertisers straight away. And she was saying, well, like, they're all back now. You know, 90% of them are back. Um, and there was an analysis from Media Matters that uh, looked at their total ad revenue and its change over time um, from, like, pre-Musk to, um, like, now. And there was some interesting stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, about 90% of them are back, but they're not spending the same. Um, so there were some examples I thought were really funny. Um, so in the last four months... They found that Visa uh, spent $10 on Twitter advertising versus the four months before Musk took over, it was $77,000. Um, AT&T, in the last four months, spent $800 advertising on Twitter, and uh, in the four months before he took over, it was close to $2 million. So, technically correct, so they the returned. H HBO one, read that again. Oh yeah, I'll have to just pull that up. I left it right here, because that was a pretty good one too. Sorry for the tip, tip, tip. HBO, what does HBO stand for then? His Basie Overtures. Basie Overtures. Um, the four months, um, okay, so the last four weeks, uh, or sorry, four months, the last four months HBO spent 23500 on advertising in the four months before he took over, it was $28 million. So they're back, yeah, but the spending is way down. They estimated, these are estimates, of course, um, they, Wait, esti so they estimated that Twitter ad revenue, like, overall, from the last four months compared to the four months before he took over, is about 50% of what it was. So they're still advertising, you know, plenty of advertising on Twitter. But it so could also explain HBO why... HBO cut their spending to 0.1% of what it was. That's, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. But I've been seeing loads of ads for um, THC gummies um, and for um, sign up for our church and send us money and we'll tell you stuff about Jesus. Hmm. Uh, I've seen... Probably there's some sort of book about Jesus. <laughs> I tell you what, I still see uh, loads of McDonald's ads on Twitter and those are great. I click on those every time. Because it'll literally just be like a thousand comments of like, your fries fucking suck. Why are they always cold? And they respond to like every single one. Like, oh, we're sorry that you experienced that. Our Does anyone come at them with anything real? No, just more or less like... why like, did you like do this or why did you fund this? Uh, not really, no. no. I mean, that's the more interesting stuff. It's about stuff, like but... my fries were fucking cold rather than like, you know, your business practices are garbage. Yeah. Yeah. You're run by garbage human beings. But I'll take what I can get. Sure. So, it's but, amazing. But, you know, yeah. problem with McDonald's isn't that it's shit. That's, that's the fucking product, yeah. is that it's shit. Yeah. Right, it's like, look, cheap shit. Yeah, that's the product. Like, like you're poor it's and hungry, fast, right? And fast. It's not as cheap as it yeah. fucking used to be, let me tell you. Like, God, some of that shit's insane now. $5 for a Big Mac? What the shit? You buy a pound of beef for that. Yeah. That was the whole point of McDonald's. You go and spend one pound on... Yeah. I mean, I guess, slot. you know, I... I'm pretty sure that the reason that fast food is still, like, super prevalent is more to do with, like, time and convenience, you know? Well, um, yeah. Of course, you know, like... You don't think McDonald's would work if it was, like, a sit-down surface? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, 
What? Nothing. I got nothing else to say about McDonald's. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of that today. Um, so, yeah, that was the first main Twitter drama. Lin- Lin- Lindy Acarino. Lindy Acarino. Being very misleading about how Twitter is doing. I tell you, you should watch the uh, interview she did. Uh, it should be shown to uh, business classes, especially... Business classes on how to talk to people. PR marketing, relevant stuff. She yeah. came across. Have you ever seen Downfall? Uh, that's tickling my memory, but. It's the film, 2004, I think, starring Bruno Ganks as Hitler mm-hmm. in like the last days in his bunker where he's like losing his mind. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit in it where Himmler tries to, like, on his own tries to sort of, like, negotiate a surrender with the Allies, even though the Russians are in Berlin. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to someone and he's saying, now, when I meet... I think it might be Eisenhower, but when I meet the Allies... When I meet the Allies, Mm -hmm. should I shake their hand or give a Nazi salute? And the guy who he's talking to is like... Mm -hmm. Like, dude, they they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. It's endgame. Yeah, right. Like, that was, like, months ago where you could have done that. Like, you're fucked. Yeah, right. It sort of felt a bit like that. Like, I'm not comparing it to a Nazi. No, I understand. But, but you're, yeah, I get what you're saying. No. Um, yeah, uh, hyper-defensive and, like, just, I don't know. It, uh, if I didn't think Twitter was sinking before that interview, I do now. Yeah. She was shitting her pants. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe that you can get that old. Uh, she's, like, 58 or something. As an executive, a professional business person, where, you know, every job you've had for the last 20 years, you're getting paid million dollar plus. I can't believe you can get to that and have those skills. Mm-hmm. It was pathetic. Yeah, I agree with you. you. Know. Um, and again, to reiterate, interviewer really good. Didn't yeah. let her off the hook. You know, when she tried to pivot away and circle away from questions, she'd bring it back and mm, good stuff. Um, but yeah, interview... She was so defensive, wasn't she? Yeah, um... Defensive, you know, anxious, I mean, just, you know, gets, I I don't know what to say. Also, in 20 years, people doing her, people like her in her position will dress exactly like the people in uh, The Hunger Games. (laughs) You know what I mean? mean, Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Like, it's, it's... It almost used to be like these corporate types would wear a suit, a really nice suit, mm-hmm. you know, and and it'd still be, you know, the cla- a class signifier, yeah. but you could be a lawyer, you know, in the same suit, mm-hmm. you could be, you know, you, you, oh, it's just a professional, but the, the, like, corporate executives have, like, their own fashion now. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what she was wearing, I would describe that to a T as, like, corpo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. Corpo. Yeah. Something with as little personality as possible. Um, no, I disagree. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it, it's got personality. It's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's, it's not as little personality, really. Because as little personality would be like as what, what I'm wearing now. Mm-hmm. Like a t-shirt mm-hmm. or something with like no collar or color. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, really quite um, opulent and decadent. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just sort of done in a very conformist way. 
like a very muted way, perhaps. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not as muted as your standard suit you might see a cop wearing. Mm. You know, you can you can see the difference in the suits that cops wear, mm -hmm. and and lawyers wear, and like senior executive types wear mm -hmm. a little bit. Not everyone. Right. Okay. Like, look, a cop is never going to wear, like, a blue suit with pinstripes. Mm -hmm. That guy from the FBI would. Wear a gold, gold suit. Gold suit. Yeah. <laughs> May have been wearing a gold suit. <laughs> Got it made out of amaranth fibers. Completely bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um... Next bit? Yeah. Uh, so then the other thing going on with Twitter, um, this week is, uh... Must announced that they were removing the feature to um, basically Twitter stopped showing the headline of news articles that you post through links. Like you can still like manually type in a headline, but you, know, you can't just write like a comment and then put the headline, put the link in, and then a headline will come up with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people thought this was really dumb, so loads of people were posting like random ass articles about Elon Musk and saying. Uh, like this Justin Elon Musk is a pedo um, and you know because then the picture just comes up and it shows like New York Times or Reuters but not the headline and this was just like you know a big joke basically um, why have they done that uh, he said to Im um, improve readability I, I guess uh, which I guess is also the reason that he's announced they're going to get rid of like light counts um, and, until you click on and, the and tweet. like engagements until you click on the tweet. Because I'll see it. Uh, to improve readability. Um, so, uh, interesting along those lines, I guess he did not like that. Mr. Free Speech doesn't like being made fun of, makes his poor little pee pee hurt. So, um, he, everyone's talking about how he banned uh, a number of accounts, um, like Pudding Person is one of them, who did this, who would link um, an article saying, Basically just saying, like, Elon Musk decides to remove article headlines from Twitter and with, like, the comment of Elon Musk is a pedo. Um, and account got suspended, like, within hours. Um, and then somebody put it back up and then it was back down, like, within hours. And there are several of these. And now Twitter is, like, a flood with people trying to get around the rules. Um, like, I keep seeing people post things like, uh, it is, just so you know, it is against Twitter's terms and rules and now illegal to say that Elon Musk is a pedophile. I'm, I can say that because I'm just reporting to you that it's not okay to say that Elon Musk is a pedophile. Just, like, you know, normal Twitter shit, like, just big fuck yous back and forth, but kind of amusing. I mean, this is the guy who had a whole court case around, you know, the idea that he could call a hero a pedophile, and that's totally fine because it's free speech, but, you know... Not free speech in Muskland. Good old Vernon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you're saying that I couldn't... I, I could, you know, it's, per, it's even newsworthy to say that... Well, Tom, there is no evidence that he's a pedophile, but a lot of people are saying that he is a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Take that as you will. Take that as you will. Some people say. Yeah. We should probably stop using that word from this point forward, <laughs> based on, uh, you know, how YouTube's been, I guess. Hmm. Mm. Yes. Um, 
What about him wanting to make it a subscription model? Because Lindy Iacorino didn't want to answer that one either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't quite recall. What did she say? That she didn't think it was a good idea at first, or... I can't recall. I mean, she more or less said to everything, like, how dare you ask me that? Do yeah. you know who I am? I mean, the main thing I remember from that interview was just the amount of... <sighs> you know, like, just take a breath. Yeah. Calm down. You never see the audience, but you can totally feel them. Oh, yeah, like, there's a bit where um, she's, like, in Twitter is doing amazing things, and you hear, like, four people clap. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to work beside Elon Musk and a number of people put their hands up? Yes! Yes, <laughs> people put their hands up, yeah. Um, and she's obviously annoyed by that. So what? what is... Here's like, my question. You don't mean that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my question is, what is the real purpose. I mean, maybe it is just, maybe he just does things that way. Like, this is hard to read when I have to read things, so we'll leave him off. Like, what's the real reason to not include headlines? Because the main criticism that people have is that it's gonna, like, make misinformation, disinformation stuff worse, because you can just do, for example, what we're doing right here. You know, putting a random article with no headline turning up and then saying whatever we want, um, because people are dumb and like to read just headlines. You know, mm. like the criticism is, you know, more along the lines of like, you know, a lot of headlines can be clickbaity um, and don't actually say what's like in the article. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not sure what the real reason is for getting rid of that to see, to not see any title at all for what the article is. Any theories? Um, yes, I, I think so. Um... I think that, um, <laughs> I think that, um, I think that Elon Musk had a very, very, uh, difficult uh, and, uh, abusive childhood mm -hmm. and, um, he's, uh, very clever, at least traditionally in terms of logic mm -hmm. and he was rewarded and reinforced for that. Uh, because that's what school is, mm -hmm. you know, can you answer these questions, especially, you know, the hard sciences, or, mm -hmm. you know, he was rewarded for that and told he was very clever, mm -hmm. and he is very clever, but he's emotionally stunted, mm -hmm. and lonely as fuck. And uh, I'd say impulsive. And impulsive, sure. and that's what this is, is this is him playing with it, and if it, you know, if it wasn't, if he was running it properly, in terms of, you know, he owns a lot, you know, he owns like 40% of Tesla, he controls it. Mm -hmm. uh, he owns SpaceX, you know, he's got other shit to do that he's not doing. It's a bit like uh, uh, Benito Mussolini getting involved in, like, redesigning uh, Italian police uniforms. Mm -hmm. Like, delegate that. Mm -hmm. You yeah, don't need to be you. doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I get what you're saying, yeah. Like he's yeah he's yeah highly impulsive and uh, there's there's deep issues that yeah. he's not willing to confront mm -hmm. and I suspect on top of that he's a real uh, greedy selfish sack of shit mm -hmm. so yeah I mean that's, that's about what I think yeah same as it fucking ever was yeah I mean you know 
Well, we could be talking about Daniel Plainview. I mean. Yeah, I mean. It, hmm. Uh. I, you know, I'm no business major, but uh, if if I were him, I would definitely be trying to like delegate some things and keep the big picture in mind, um, versus like what I suspect is happening, which is like he calls somebody at two a.m. and says we're doing this tomorrow because I think it's a good idea, and then everybody has to scramble to work out how to do this thing that really, like, nobody is asking for, yeah. nobody wants, you know, I haven't seen a single thing, and support doesn't mean it's not there, but, you know, I think pretty much everybody agrees this is a dumb idea, um, but, yeah. like, no, I think it's good, so it's done, it's if you, good. If you look at it from, like, his motivations with Twitter are nothing to do with profit, mm -hmm. like, he's, in, he's, he's very mercurial, but he's not, like, completely blind to that, he makes enough money from you know, his other ventures and just trading in stock and all of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that, that, you know, like, you know, Tesla is incredibly overvalued, really, com you know, for their output and everything, but not overvalued to the point where it's not worth anything. Mm -hmm. It's influential, but it's a car company. Mm -hmm. SpaceX... Yeah, I mean, take us to the moon, take us to the stars. But that's a long way away, even optimistically. Uh, but how can you, you know, influence now mm -hmm. Twitter? Mm -hmm. It's not about money, is it? It's no, Citizen Kane yeah. losing his million dollars a year on the newspaper, but it's worth yeah. it to him. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Hmm. I seem to remember in Citizen Kane as well, he says, like, Yes, I lost a million dollars on my newspaper, and I could do that for 60 years. Mm -hmm. Like, Citizen Kane's worth 60 million dollars. Pittance. Yeah, right. And he builds Xanadu and everything. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, yeah. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, none of that's really important. Does that anything that make sense? Shit. I mean, I know all of that is armchair arm psychology. Armpit psychology. Armpit psychology. Arm no, I understand. I, I get you. Armchair psychology. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Is but that's... Psychiatrists are not professionals, but... I mean, what I see just from my layman, just my opinion view, is somebody who really wants to be loved more than anything else, you know. Columbine. Yeah, um, but also wants to always get his way and be uncompromising. And it's really difficult to have a, you know, a loving relationship, for example, with yeah. that kind of dynamic. And again, this is kind of morbid, I suppose. Um... But, and this is a long way away, but I'll, I'll be more interested in Elon Musk, in Elon Musk, uh, after he dies and um, we see what happens mm -hmm. in terms of his companies, mm -hmm. in terms of the fight over them. The, su the succession crisis. The succession crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same with any of them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Part of me, like, got sympathy for him, you know. I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if he fun. if he, he decides to eat all of the kids so they don't overthrow him. And then one of them, you know, young Zayas 12, cuts his belly open and he becomes Zeus. Mm, right, yeah. Yeah, hmm, something okay. like that. Right, yeah. yeah. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Um, yeah. want to move on? Sure. Sure.
Okay, cool. Uh, next, okay, so uh, somebody asked in the comments on the last dead air if we could talk about the comments on the Joe Dispenza video. Um, I can't remember the exact phrase I used, like, <coughs> that shit was crazy, something like that. Yeah. Um, not a lot to say, but that shit is crazy. Um, and, uh, alarming. And, I find um, it funny. No, I mean, it is funny, but it's also, like, sad. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, um, if you didn't watch the video and you don't know, Joe Dispenza is a chiropractor who calls himself Dr. Joe Dispenza, who used to be part of the Ramtha school, used to teach there even, um, which is all about like using your mind to heal stuff and also get us rich while you do it. Uh, and he has seminars and books and stuff where he more or less tells people, uh, you can think your way out of having cancer or broken bones. Um, I can teach you how if you give me $2,000, that kind of thing. Um, and there were shitloads of comments on that video. I'd never heard of the guy. Until um, we came across him yeah, we, a video that, like, that, like, I think just a few days before we decided to do the video, I just read, like, an article that was about it, and I was like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. You read it, and we're like, oh, shit, yeah, let's do that. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, but loads of comments, just people like, what you'd expect, you know. Well, there, um, were, there were loads of comments at the beginning that were not that, right? Normal, normal viewer comments, yeah, but... Uh, if you look at the, um, like, on the analytics, yeah, you've got, like, the graph, you know, like, here's our returning viewers. All looks pretty normal. And then there's, like, a thing starting to go like this of non-returning viewers. So I don't know where they're seeing it. I assume that it's just people, like, who are really into him and they just Google Joe Dispenza, like, all the time. Yeah. And look for, like, a talk or something from him and they came across this and were like, oh, Outraged. my God, how <laughs> dare you? You know. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there is a part of me that looks at that and would would like to think that some of these are bots, um, but I I don't think so. I don't think that it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the parts that I think are worth talking about, because I don't really have a lot to say, but um, what I found the most fascinating was how many different of those comments included something to the effect of "You've clearly been paid off by big pharma." You've clearly are a shill for George Soros. Was uh, George Soros actually one? That was actually one, yeah. I think I might have seen that a few times, actually. Isn't George Soros worth, like, uh, 30 times less than Elon Musk? Uh, I don't know what it is now, yeah. It's a pretty... I'm pretty sure the disparity is pretty big, but... Yeah. I couldn't tell you for sure. Just saying, like, it's mm. always Soros. There are other billionaires. Yeah. I, I could be... To I could be... But he's not... Paid but, off by a Mexican telecom Jewish billionaire that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I just, I think that that's hilarious, and, uh, the reason I did want to bring it up is because we just did the conspiracy theories video, um, that went out, went public yesterday, so, um, it was just interesting to, to think back to how many conspiratorially aligned comments there were there. Like, people were really, there were, they're not all like that, clearly not. A lot of, a lot of people are just like, well, he helps people, so how can you be mad at him? Uh, but there are a lot of them that are like, you're clearly, but how much money did Big Pharma pay you to do this? Uh, you don't really believe this. You don't really believe it. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, you're the liar. This video is a fraud. Oh, what about like the that. one that was like, report? I'm going to report you to the FTC. Oh, that was really funny. Yeah, I like that. Go ahead. 
FTC. Yeah. Little does he know that the FTC hotline leads straight to my cell phone. Hello, FTC. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm not interested. We are the FTC. Do not call it's back. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, I control yeah. them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. What do you have to say about all that? Hey, uh, I mean, it's interesting that the you know the comments. If you go through them, there are so many. So many like angry comments. Yeah. But we didn't lose any subscribers. We gained. We gained. Yeah. You know. So. We... I mean, uh, you know, that's. It only always... helps me, really. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you know. Thanks, guys, for all the negative comments because it was it's good for the algorithm. So you know. Yeah. Negative or positive. And and I think what's funny is um, I don't really remember it that well. Yeah. Because I don't remember anything that well. <laughs> but um, I remember holding back. Mm -hmm. I hold back on all these people. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I know. I'm shooting with him, so there's plenty of bits that don't make it to the video that are just for me behind the camera. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't take anything back about Joe Dispenza. He's a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Right here, buddy. Yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, I don't know what kind of fucking low life you have to be to... Joe Dispenza. Uh, to... So I think he, I even saw a comment in there. This was ages ago, like not long after it first went up, where somebody was saying that um, they knew somebody who was into Joe Dispenza and they didn't get a treatment that they needed or something and that they died like three months later. Um, There's gotta be loads that. That is garbage. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. Um, and I don't know how anybody could see that stuff and think like, well, you know, I have allergies and he stopped me from sneezing by telling me I should think about it. So it worked for me. So yeah, you don't need chemotherapy. The, you don't need spinal surgery. What the fuck? Yeah, the best explanation is in the randy.com mm -hmm. um, page on Joe Dispenza where it, it basically says like, you know, with thing, especially with things like back injuries. Yeah, because just for reference, if you haven't seen it, he claimed that he got into doing all of this because he was in an awful accident like in the 80s and he was told that he should get spinal surgery or he could die and he decided not to do that and use the power of his mind and he healed his spine so and then this article god it, it well it makes clear i mean it's written i think by like a spinal doctor yeah or something like that and definitely uh, someone who's more credentialed than joe dispenza wrote it saying yeah. like uh you know sometimes the you know sometimes back problems do sort themselves out not often. And bones he bones do heal themselves. That's yeah. You know the idea of like you break your arm. Uh, the reason you don't just leave it and let it heal is that it'll misalign and heal improperly. Yeah. You set it and then allow it to heal properly. Yeah. So you don't have problems later. And you know? I mean I think even this is giving him too much credit. But like you know if Christina broke her arm and we were in the middle of the woods in apocalyptic land and there was no doctors. I could probably set it, mm -hmm. right? I could probably set it and maybe you'd be okay. But I'm not a doctor. And if I just start doing that here and I start doing it perfectly fine, that's wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you can do it and it work out sometimes. Well, you shouldn't be doing it. There's also the good old conspiracy theory problem of like remembering the hits and forgetting the misses. I saw, you know, it's like I saw a video where somebody said that um, you know, they, like one of them was like, I saw a video where somebody said their blindness was cured. Um, okay, so there is such a thing as a spontaneous, um, like there are spontaneous like shit that, the, that can happen where like your eyesight can come back and stuff like that. But what about the however many thousands of times that he was wrong? 
you just remember, you know, it's it's the bias is self-serving. Yeah. You remember the positive things that reinforce what you already believe and you forget or don't notice the ones that don't. And he hooks you in with certain truths. Yeah. Like, you know what's really good if you feel anxious? Yeah, meditating for half an hour a day. Yeah, meditation can't is... Can't help, can't can, hurt. It's nothing to, to do be, with his outcome. Yeah, you, can, uh, you can learn how to meditate. That stuff's on the internet for free. Go on YouTube. You can find all kinds of guided meditation shit for free. You don't have to go to his retreat uh, in, like, the Netherlands or something and pay, like, $5,000 for him to put, like, stuff to measure your brain waves and say, like, now I'm curing your cancer. You don't need to learn how to meditate. Just go and sit somewhere. It's, it's just, you know... It doesn't, yeah. it's not yoga. Yoga and meditation, different things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it depends, you know, what it is. Like, mindfulness meditation, I find very useful on occasion, you know. If you're, like, an anxious person, to be able to just focus in, like, the moment. Like, there's there's good stuff there. But it's a leap to go from meditation can be helpful to some people to then uh, you don't need your cancer medication, you know. And... Yes, of course. And then, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, like, cores of truth, Yeah. He talks about, like, stress is bad for you. You know, stress is bad for your immune system. It is. Uh, but trying to be less stressed is not going to cure your broken spine yeah. or your cancer. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If you're too stressed um, for a long period of time, that can be bad for your heart. If you're having a heart attack, the answer is not to stop and meditate. It's call a fucking doctor. Sorry. Anything else to say about those comments, then? Um, no, just, it was fascinating too, I revisit them every now and then, because it's just baffling, but what can you do, you know, I just, please get medical care if you need it, you know, you can still meditate, you know, you can, if you want to even tell yourself that it's quantum mechanics that's healing you right. at the doctor's office, fine. It makes way more sense, doesn't it? He's uh, a multi-multi-millionaire, um... But I'm the fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how many times uh, we've done retreats? You know, thousands of dollars to come to our house and we'll teach you how to cure your cancer. Zero. Uh, yep. And uh, I don't think it needs to be said, we've never been paid by anybody for any video unless you count ad revenue from YouTube and Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. Go on. Half a bag of shit, Joe Dispenza. Uh, eat a dick. That is my prescription. Um, alright, next. Can we take a brief break? Sure. I have to use the bathroom. Five minutes later. So, up next we have Wheel of Time. That's right, yep. This will be quick and easy. I hate it. It sucked. Oh. Oh, tippy taps. Tippy taps. Coming back over to give his opinion on Wheel of Time. Remember when he was whining at it because he yeah. thought it was boring? Um, yeah, but remember when we were watching... Was it Reptile? Was that it? We were watching with uh, Benicio Del Toro. It was alright. No, but he hated that. Yeah, he did. Um, yes, it was actually pretty funny. The dog he, hated Reptile with Benicio Del Toro. We were watching it on the couch. The dog was sitting next to us um, with his head, I think, on your lap. Just like, going... Mm. And then you'd... It was annoying, so you'd pause it. Silence. Push play. Mm. All of the watches trailer park boys. He does like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. yeah, he does. He likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I see him watching the TV. Especially when Bublahara's on. He do, yeah, he does like Bublahara. Mm -hmm. Spirit animal. Bubbles. Anywho, yeah, any thoughts? Wheel of Time Season 2. I'm starting to think I won't make you watch the third one because I'm just kind of so... I'll make you watch the third one. You'll make me watch the third one? Yeah. Why? To so teach can... you a lesson. <laughs> 
you don't enjoy me watching it being like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually enjoyed the last episode of season two mm -hmm. more than any other episode. There were actually some moments I liked. I liked the whole one. Matt with the knife spear mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, they had Matt actually acting like Matt. Yeah. For one bit, yeah. <clears throat> and I like all the kids. Mm -hmm. They're good. And, yeah, just... Mm. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hate it as much as you did. Yeah. I suppose. Well, but. I'm obviously biased. So, you know, I can't... It's hard for me, like, I try to separate, like, what I perceive as just general, like, show quality. Like, the same thing I would apply to just about any show. Versus what I know, like, the good story is... And why they decided so much to not do that. Um, just some baffling choices. Uh, do you remember? I'm gonna say it was like one of like second or third to the last episode. I don't know that there's a lot of blending together. But do you remember the um, what's the disease where you have no hair on your body? Alopecia. Alopecia. What? Do you remember no, that seeing no the Isodai alopecia? Yeah, you were like, there's no ho Hank. Yeah. Why was that there? Yeah. Nothing bad against people without alopecia. alopecia. It's a little bit distracting, you know. That was five, fine. You know. Well, that was fine. She was just in the background, she... lo looking like dementia. Um, but what about Pennywise as the oh, commander yeah. of that ship? Um, yes. Like dressed like Pennywise. I don't know what they were thinking with that. Um, yeah, playing Seroth uh, of the Shan Shan, who is like a really, in the books, quite a like spooky character mm -hmm. um she's very like stern and like you know like hard like a hard person you know she's like a battle com commander you know what i mean and then in this they're like let's like put her in some goofy ass makeup and um have like an obvious bald cap uh and then you know like the hairstyle like in the book like the sean chan of like that rank not that anybody cares it's like yeah the sides of your head are shaved so there's like just like this mm -hmm. crest going down the back. Well, what if we did that, you guys? But then we also shaved it up to about here. Wouldn't that be cooler? It's so distracting. She looks like Pennywise. She looks like an acid. And then like Elizabeth the First. This goofy performance, which some people in the series do like a really goofy performance, and it works. Leandro. Uh, Leandrin. Yeah. I wouldn't say goofy, but it's it is pretty yeah. extra, and it, yeah. it works and she, for her. She makes, she makes it work. Yeah. And uh, same with Iman Valda. Uh, black guy, white cloak. Uh, right. Very, hello! Like, it works, what he's doing. Uh -huh. But there's also a lot of shit that just does not work, so. Yeah. Any thoughts on the season as a whole? Just a shame. A shame that, you know, they decided to keep nothing really about the series. And the, the bits that I think actually, like, are, are pretty good is where it is, like, very much like the book. You know, like, when... Egwene, like toward the end of the season finale, is like stands up for herself and it's like um, she's like being told like fire into this crowd and there's like white cloaks there and she's like, and you were like yeah, like, yeah that's cool, you know like yeah she's happy to like kill some motherfucking white cloaks. That's Book Egwene. Yeah, but I yeah. was also like cheering on the white cloaks. I know you were like the white cloaks are the real heroes here. Yeah, kill those I said I witches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hunt them down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it all men in the white cloaks? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, that um, sounds boring. Yeah, it's all men. Who am I going to talk to? I don't to? think there's a rule against women. It's just like, I don't know if it's ever said or anything like that. But <laughs> Doesn't women like this smell? Yeah, they're definitely all men, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, you know, there all, are, there all, are... the, all the white cloaks are like, like shaving each other's backs and like rubbing olive oil into each other. And well, why don't women ever want to join us? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, there definitely are book readers who also think the white cloaks are heroes. Uh -huh. Our white cloaks, yeah. Our uh, white cloaks. Okay, cool. Read it. Yeah. Sauron did nothing wrong. Sauron did nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, I don't have a lot to say. I just, yeah, I'm not really interested in sticking around for the third season. I, I decided <laughs> I'd wait through. I'd see. You shush. It's just um, the, it's just frustrating to watch. And uh, I don't know. Hmm? Did you like Reptile? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was alright. I didn't really like the ending. The ending undid a lot of good feelings I had about it. But yeah. up until the ending, yeah. I liked it. I yeah. liked Justin Timberlake as a... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like Benicio Del Toro as a kind yeah. of tortured cop who, you know, just really wants to get these guys. He's pretty damn good in it. Pretty subtle in a lot of his acting, I think. Yeah. I Me mean, still being Benicio Del Toro, you know, but... I kind of, um... I mean, it's sort of the same with Wheel of Time. It's not a big criticism, but I kind of wish some of these things... I get with TV why it's like this more, but I, I wish that with something like Reptile, where it's got... I wouldn't say like a completely unconventional script, mm -hmm. but it's de it definitely doesn't spoon-feed you, and mm -hmm. there's nuance and stuff. And it's, a lot of it's pretty quiet, and just like mm. people... You know, like, doing police work and stuff in, like, a non-flashy sort of way. I just wish that it had... It just looks and feels so by the numbers. Mm. I just wish it had more flavour in terms of the way it looked. Mm. Um, like, it's perfectly competent. It's well shot and everything. It's mm. just, you know, the actual goings-on are so moody... It could have done with more moody, yeah. like, cinematography, I yeah. know what I mean. Like, I'm not saying uh, make it into a noir. No, I get you, but... but, like, I was thinking how, not in every scene, but a lot of scenes, things look really washed out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they've been desaturated. Um, and I just don't know if that really worked. Like, I kind of would prefer something a little more, almost, like, slightly more, like, noir in, like, how it's shot, even. Not, like, a lot, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little more style more noir just more, more, some, more something. something something more moody with the way that it's shot because it is the tone of it otherwise is pretty moody i know but overall it was all right yeah i mean i guess really what i mean is i wish it had been shot any other way well than this which was good there's, there's nothing wrong with it mm -hmm. but yeah it seemed a bit um uninspired i suppose is the word i'm looking for and a lot of films now, with like decent scripts and mm -hmm. decent acting, sort of seem to miss that. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Or mm -hmm. if I'm... Well, I mean, not all of them, obviously. Maybe I'm just an old fart. And, uh, in my day, people would make films with their thumb on the, on the viewfinder to make it harder, right? And, <laughs> uh, you know, and... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Um, but uh, it was alright for a... What was it on? Like a, I want to say it was like an HBO thing or Netflix. Whatever it was on, it was all right. Channel 3. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fox Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you, yep. Do you want to talk uh, about your new obsession? Oh, hardly. Sorry, hardly. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, so I said last time that, I mean, like, we were checking out a little bit of WoW and Free Trial and I decided to keep playing for a bit. It's been fun. 
they've changed a lot of stuff that um, makes it a little less tedious than it was last time I was playing. A lot of like UI changes and stuff that are like, yeah, really good ideas and should have been there from the get-go. Like automatic reordering of quests in your little list on the side depending on how close you are. Like, you know, you move into a certain place and then it like reorders it to like your number one quest and the one that your marker is sending you to is the one that you're like closest to. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. First time with a flying mount. That's really convenient. Kind of a game changer. Yeah. You know, kind this of is a, a massive map. Isn't kind it? of a different game. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, massive and no loading screens unless you're leaving like a continent. Yeah, and you can uh, visit all of the dungeon. continents. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you you did you enjoy Pandera bread? Yeah, um, I decided to check out uh, Pandaria, as I would say, as an American, but as they say in the game, Pandaria. Um, Appalachia. Yeah, all I gotta say really is, yeah, Pandaria, pretty racist, uh, It's <laughs> but it's a cute world and I've been enjoying playing the quests there. It's, is, um, is it like pandas with big teeth? And... Um, no, it's like panda people, but they do have little eyes and... Um, and they're quite stout. And, hats. Um, yep, they totally got those. Uh, they've got like what you know. I'm assuming are just designed to look like Chinese characters, like on their clothing and stuff. And there's like pagodas. And, they're into calligraphy and um, stuff. And... Cherry blossoms and uh, the um, the herbs that you can find for picking um, green tea leaves and poppies. And when people are being evasive, do they say, "I can't tell you because it's an ancient panda secret"? It's not that far off okay. from stuff like that, yeah. But it's also cute. I mean, the pandas are pretty racism cute. Is, racism like, is fine as long as it's cute. Look at leprechauns. <laughs> right. I know, I'm saying it's racist, but I still think that it's a fun map to play on. Uh, it's lush, and like giant bamboo forests, and but it's also hilarious, like, like I had a, um, a sequence where I had to get, go get, like, kung fu training from a panda, um, and it's, like, so, so ridiculous. So, like, it's the first part of the mission is telling me about how to meditate and be focused yeah. and I have to go to um, like a shrine to meditate so you have to sit there and like this little thing is really dumb and easy like this thing comes up you have to hit the button at the time that it's at full focus and the whole time this like obese panda dude is walking in a circle around you like banging pots together going like good job you get it now you learn fast <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, another one is like another little sequence kind of like that where um, he wanted me to go get him some eggs from various animals. It's still a bit grindy with some of that stuff, but like this will help us in training. And then I get eggs. back and it's like me like doing like a kung fu stance mm -hmm. on top of a rock while he's throwing eggs at my head. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's very acute, silly world. Uh, and yeah, obese pandas like flying like Neo in the Matrix, doing like flying sidekicks into the sun and stuff. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's amusing. Good. Yeah, they made it way easier to solo, that's I, for sure. I stopped playing, like, level 12. Yeah. I, I liked it. It's not really my thing. I'm not into MMOs um, or or hack and slash, which is kind of is a little bit. It, it's less like that. The further you go on, it's way more strategic. Okay. But at the beginning, it's very much, like, go kill 10 boars, crash, crash, crash. I get you. Yeah, I mean, I like the rogue play style of, you know, sneaking around and, you know, doing combos and eviscerating. We I played as rogues. I could get yeah. into it. Again, but uh, I didn't because I bought Cyberpunk mm -hmm. for half price, I think. Yep, after all the sale, the Starfield video, after all of the there's my game budget, uh, gone. Yeah. yeah, for after, the next two years. 
<laughs> um, yeah, there were so many comments on the Starfield video talking about how Cyberpunk is so much better now, and that because it was, from what I recall, hadn't played it, but when it came out, it was like kind of a shit show um, in terms of the game feeling unfinished and stuff like that. But especially for people on PS Five, mm, right? Okay, it almost didn't run. Like people on PS Five were talking, were saying things like, "I haven't got it modded or anything, and it won't load." Yeah. Now, I've got like 20 hours into it and my save is broken for some reason. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. It's very bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so many people said that it's like way better now and if you want... Because one of the things that you... Points you made in the Starfield video is about how um, a big problem with it is kind of the lack of flavor. That was the main know, point. It's, it's like quite, yeah, sterile. The world is like so bland and a lot of people are saying that cyberpunk is really good for having a lot more flavor so you should check it out. So you did. Yes. What, how, a, what a revelation how's that it going? was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're right about that. I mean, oh. I, I'd, I, so I got it right after the two, update 2.0 came out. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably have quite different feelings about it if I played it when it came out. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so I think if people are still kind of like salty about Cyberpunk because they bought it at the beginning, I, I get that. Yeah, maybe return to it. No, yeah. But now, I mean, it's my game of the year so far. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have fun, like, just looking kind of, as I said, our computers are, like, right next to each other, our little, like, station. So I'll be, like, playing my game, and I can just kind of glance over and see what you're up to. Mm -hmm. And, man, it looks like it's dripping with personality. Yes. You know? Um, like, last night, where you're talking about... Um, oh, Lizzie. Uh, you were talking about Keanu Reeves. In your head, like you give him control, yeah, right, and then um, he's supposed to like go talk to somebody supposed for to, a mission, yeah, and he just like goes and gets drunk. He goes to the like, bar where they're at, but he doesn't get to like she's like twenty meters away. He doesn't yeah. get there. He just starts pounding drinks, yeah, like spilling shit. And yeah, you're like, it sounds like an interesting character. Um, yeah, it's um, so it's set in the year twenty seventy seven, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, mm -hmm. but it's an alternate world twenty seventy seven. Um, and yeah, you play like a, a, almost everyone in the world has some sort of cybernetics and you play a, a mercenary called V who ends up with Johnny Silverland, Silverhand in his head, mm. uh, because of a number of reasons. And it's, and, yeah. and, and who is Johnny Silverhand? Keanu Reeves. This is Johnny Silverhand. And what's his backstory? His backstory is, is that he's a, a rock star turned terrorist, like, Mm -hmm. Who who uh, he's a rock star turned terrorist who uh, blew up an enormous tower uh, belonging to the biggest corporation in Night City, Araseka. He blew it up with a nuclear bomb and then died, like mm -hmm. not long after. But just before he died, they uh, more or less uploaded his brain or copied his brain to a chip mm -hmm. for you know to torture him, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then 50 years later after that happened, you're robbing a place, find this chip because you want to sell it, don't know really what it is. Mm -hmm. And then things go wrong and you have to put the chip in your own head. Mm -hmm. And then Johnny Silverhand comes out of nowhere and is like, I'm taking over your body, bitch. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you say like, the whole universe is felt, is like... It's like a true dystopian future, like these big corporations are like in control of everything, more or less, and... Uh... It, it's way more grounded than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. 
it, you know, that story of like a rock star doing this is really silly. Mm -hmm. Like everyone in this city is a punk, mm -hmm. pretty much. I think you meet like a few people who aren't really. Mm -hmm. Almost everyone has cyberware, like really silly cyberware, like like USB cord in your palm sort of thing. And mm -hmm. Or like I want just a head and a torso on a giant terrifying machine. People would do that. People would totally do people that. Absolutely. Totally do that. People just would, a head. People on would do the... anything. And, and <laughs> do you want it to be your head? <laughs> yeah, right. Mr. Smasher. Yeah. Um, I want to be a shark. Put my head in a shark. It's way more grounded <laughs> and way more adult than I thought it might be. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of, like, really, when it came out, most of the stuff I saw about it was like, look at this, it doesn't work, look at this. Yeah, same. And I saw bits and bobs about its actual setting. Uh, and they didn't seem always super positive, talking about like, oh, it's so sexualized and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, you're living in hell. Yeah. You're living in cyber hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And most of the people you interact with think that too. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I, you were talking about that. I think the first day that you fired it up, you were like, yeah, like this is way more dystopian. Like, uh, like all there's advertising everywhere and it's all like hyper sexualized. Yeah. Like, and it's not sexy. Like it's disturbing. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's more dystopian. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I totally see what you're saying versus everything. I guess it's hard, like, I know you're the one playing it, not me, but, like, listening to you talk about it and looking over your shoulder and stuff, it's hard not to make a comparison to Starfield because that's, you know, you just played it. It just came out. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, just fascinating to me, like, how, for me, as a, just watching you play yeah. these two games... It's just how stark some of the failings of Starfield feel in comparison. The world, you know, the the culture, like the the feel of the world should yeah. be like the number one thing in an RPG. Um, and it was just so like sterile and bland. There's like no, you know, there's no antagonist. There's no real impetus to do anything. And uh, I don't know. It looks like Cyberpunk looks looks pretty cool overall. No, I think you think you got a spot on there with. Uh saying that because um obviously starfield wasn't really meant to be dystopian even though the earth has been abandoned yeah, it's just, everyone's it's a, over it it's a sci-fi yeah, um but they they do try and make cult you know different cultures like aquila city which mm -hmm. is all the cowboys and stuff but it just never it's never fleshed out or meaningful as to why it's ended up like that mm -hmm. and you know cyberpunk obviously has the benefit of being set mostly in a city one city mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's got a convincing culture, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and you're kind of left wondering a bit, like, I wonder what the rest of the world looks like, because mm. you do meet other people who don't, who, you know, it's not like you're trapped there, like, people come and go, you meet people from all over the world, and they've all got, like, a pretty negative opinion on it, mm -hmm. yeah, right. it's, it's yeah. nuanced and... Yeah. You know, like Johnny Silverhand is essentially a Marxist terrorist mm -hmm. who wants to destroy this mega corporation. And also like a big narcissist, it sounds but like. But he's yeah. a like total narcissist and, and like it's really at least as much about him. Mm -hmm. Like really, he, like, I haven't completed it yet, but really he wants to go after the guy who killed him as mm -hmm. much as he wants to go after the corporation that employs him. Mm -hmm. And all of this. And there's a great bit at the beginning where you're talking to a cop who's like, what are you doing in my town? Mm -hmm. And V calls him, V, the character you're playing, calls him a corporate dog. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah. But, and it's true, 
because they, they, everything's owned by the corporations in this world, mm. you know. Down, you know, and the very little left of government services are all really controlled by corporations too. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, V is a corporate dog too, mm-hmm. and yeah, sounds nuanced. Yes, yeah. and he, re- I guess, he realizes that. Like, I haven't finished it. Yeah, or he or she. He plays both. Yeah, cool. I basically played as Ben Foster. After yeah. watching the WoW movie. Yeah, yeah, we did watch that, that's right, yeah. 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 And, 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 as well as all that, as well as, you know, I'll talk about this more when I've done it, but as well as, like, really enjoying the setting, mm-hmm. and a lot of the story, and I think the voice acting's uh, more often than not really mm. good. Although, do you remember that bug I showed you with the guy? Which one? I did see a couple of them. The one I showed you where, uh... Oh, yes, where he has two different voices. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the middle of a sentence. Yes, he like starts a sentence and then stops and then it's like a completely different voice. Please take this sword. Yeah, that yeah. was so bizarre. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um yeah. or the random twins. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not without flaws. No. Yeah. But no, it's crashed a few yeah. times. You're like, look at these as the two twins. The two guys dress the same, same face, look the same, and moving at the same time in the same ways and you know, but I could almost imagine that certain kinds of glitches could like work in this universe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much weirdness already that maybe seeing two guys who are dressed exactly alike and moving exactly the same way isn't that far-fetched. It's not game-breaking. Yeah. That's the important part. Um, I mean, like I say, I've not encountered many bugs. It's crashed about four or five times to desktop. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with update 2.0, I mean, one of the updates was police now pursue you. Mm-hmm. That's some of the most fun I've had. Is yeah running from hard place. to believe that wasn't in the game exactly. Before, yeah, so yeah, um, but as well as the setting being good, the, the gameplay is so much more fun mm-hmm. than in Starfield. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there's so much more variety for like Starfield's meant to be what like a hundred years further in the future than Cyberpunk, where Cyberpunk is set, right? Yeah, Something but like, like I say, Cyberpunk is an alternate world where. Yeah. Kind of like by our time, people have already started to do that to, them, to themselves. Okay, I get you, yeah. Um, but it just seems like way more varied. Like the types of weapons and you know, the different like cybernetic shit that's out there. Like it seems yeah. way more sci-fi and... The scanner moves in more than creative. 0.1%. Oh yeah, my god. Do you remember when we were playing and yeah, we were like, um, longer range so I can see further. Um, with my like scope or whatever, and you click it, and it's literally like, yeah. What the fuck is that? You just spend a skill point to zoom in. Yeah. Point zero one percent more. Ridiculous. Yeah, you can use your scanner and scan pe- people and upload viruses to them and kill them that way without them ever knowing you were there. Yeah. You can snipe people. You can go in like a madman with a shotgun. Yeah. You can hack like billboards, right? You can yeah, say, yeah. make distractions or blow things up. You can hack cars, you can like, if a car's following you and you've got the right perks, you can make them do an emergency stop. Yeah, right. Things like that. That stuff sounds way more creative. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And I got into, basically my V is a, uh, I suppose a bloodthirsty psychopath. Mm-hmm. Where I discovered the katana mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a really good one. Oh yeah. And that's basically all I use. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Whipping people's heads off. Yeah. Could have used some more dismemberment in Starfield. Yeah. There was none, was there? No. Not at all. No. Like, what the fuck? From Fallout 4? Or at least some decompression yeah. or something. Something, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, trailed a. You know, if you throw a grenade inside the spaceship, maybe it should blow a hole in the wall and people get sucked out. That could be fun gameplay. Oh, you gotta go get them now. No. I do like though when I'm sneaking in a building on a mission and like I've just like gone in and just chopped everyone into a heap mm -hmm. and then I'm like going down to the next bit like a, the basement and V will be like okay Burnham I'm in okay keep quiet like no nah, that's <laughs> yeah, that, right. that went out the window like a good minute yeah, ago the other now. room's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's people like screaming yeah yeah cool yeah uh, another tiny bit I was um playing a bit where I got out of an elevator and just started blasting people at bad guys and I could hear someone around the corner go Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and it yeah there's no bits like that in Starfield where you feel the the NPCs never really feel like real people mm -hmm. whereas in this they kind of like sometimes look a bit terrified mm -hmm. yeah I get you yeah yeah because you are a maniac as always mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks really fun. Uh, I'm definitely gonna steal it from you when you're done with it. Yeah, eventually. So I don't have the DLC. Mm -hmm. I'll get the DLC when it goes down in price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Starfield's the last game I'm gonna buy full price. That's AAA. Mm -hmm. I think. I get you. Yeah. Uh, when was the last one? Before that. Uh, yeah. Crusader Kings. No, I didn't buy it. New. I didn't yeah, buy right. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah right. Bought it on sale. Crusader Kings three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right, it was on sale. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of the last time that either of us bought a game like when it was new, new. Yeah. I can't think of one. So. Nope. You can always wait. But yeah. Starfield might be good in five years. Might be. Yeah. Wish we'd bought it then. But, uh. Well, well no, I mean. I'm, yeah, it's alright. It's yeah. alright. But yeah, um, so I guess if you played Star um, Cyberpunk and didn't like it when it was new, maybe check it out again if you already got if it. If you already own it, yeah, why not? Yeah, because it looks uh, pretty fun to me. It it runs way better on my computer mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, right. You know, so does that. All right, are we done? I mean, that's it for our list. Unless you can think about anything that you want to chuck out there. I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. All right. Thanks very much for watching. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>